Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hi guys. Hi. This is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Aggie Hewitt. And we were just talking about how both of us are Star Wars widows. Yeah, we're both like partnered with people who are just spent a lot of time watching Star Wars and it's really... uh, It's a lot. I wonder if, can we apply for disability or can they apply for disability? I think they can apply for disability. (laughs) Mental disability. I mean, do we have to cut that out? (laughs) I don't know. It's like what, I mean, look, I like it and everything. I do like it. Yeah, I like, I mean, they're fine to watch once for me. Like in the theater, it's like a fun, loud movie and I Yeah, go see the movie theater and I I like it because the people at the theater are all like, yay, and enjoying it and everything. But I don't want to see other, I just like, I don't know. I don't want everybody to be, I don't want to see it again is what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. I don't, I want to see it once and I never want to think about it Uh, again. Too bad movies aren't on nitrate anymore. So it's like, burn it. They show once and then it just burns. Burns. And I, I, I don't even really like, I mean, uh, there's a few movies that I'll watch over and over again, but even movies I really love, I rarely want to rewatch because there's like so many movies in the world that I it's haven't so, seen. It's like rereading a book. It's like yeah. sometimes you, I get it and I do sometimes want to do that, but it's like, you, you know, there's not, you don't have that much time on this planet and there's a lot of shit to read or watch. I mean, yeah. you know. And um, now with Disney Plus, I mean, and I love my husband. We both love our partners very dearly. Because uh, they'll, I think they'll listen to this probably. But I mean, Star Wars. I don't know. It's just uh, there's so many other things. I'm just being a baby. You're not being a baby. It's like there's. It's also just because it's not just like Star. It's not just like the movie Star Wars. It's like the g- video game, the cartoon of Star Wars. Brian reads books, Star Wars books. Yeah, Rise of This, Attack of That. It's too many things. Everyone's getting rising and attacking <laughs> and everything. And it's like, it's all, I don't know, whatever. I I mean, good for them. I don't know. It's I'm just, glad. Yeah, it's good that people have passions about stuff. It's, yeah, it's great. Uh, that being said, I already told you, but 
after this podcast, I will be going directly to a movie theater theater to see the new Clint Eastwood movie, Richard Jewell. Your passion. <laughs> My passion. Uh, 90s uh, true crime celebrities who were unfairly um, judged for being a weirdo. And now um, the dead journalist can be unfairly judged and lied about. <laughs> that is, I mean, it is bad that this poor journalist who does is who not alive who's to not defend alive to defend herself. herself. But it is funny to me how like journalists and media people have been making this into like the biggest scandal of the year. Like there's it's so many fucked up. Well, like there's just so many articles about how dare they do this to the journalists where when literally like no one else in the world even cares or she like I don't know. I don't it just know. seems like a I very mean, I just think like if you like had a career and then you died and then Clint Eastwood made a movie about how like your career was because you fucked people for it and you're it's like and you're a woman it's like fuck you Clint Eastwood yeah like oh god Clint Eastwood he really god I hate him so much he's 90 years old he must be deep in the throes of dementia his movies are crazy crazy. I mean it's like why do people do these movies like why is John Hamm in this movie because it's to work with Clint and I like they're they're so insane it's almost like outsider art at this point they are yes that fucking American Sniper was probably one of the most insane movies I've ever seen in my entire life you know it what? Was, I never even saw American Sniper. The baby thing is not a joke. That the baby's like yeah. a doll. It's like <laughs> one of the saddest things I've ever seen. Seeing Bradley Cooper being like, "I love you, son," to a doll. Like <laughs> it's crazy. And it was the biggest movie of that year. It was the. It's the that year is the last year that a non-franchise movie was the biggest movie of the and year. It was, and it was that. I hate the world. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. Um, I mean, I saw the Mule. Which did we talk about this last week? I feel like I had this conversation with you about Clint Eastwood recently. Well, I don't know. I mean, everyone's got Eastwood fever because yeah, Richard Jewell. I don't know. <laughs> uh, if we did talk about it last week, we'll talk. We're talking about it again. But yeah. uh, the mule was crazy. Clint Eastwood is a man on the run because people because uh, he is uh, transporting drug money, and on along the way, he has sex with lots of women fifty to sixty years younger than him. I hate him. I hate everything about him. Uh, oh, my other favorite take the the great quote unquote um, Oscar pundit, Sasha Stone, who's like an anti-woke uh, like centrist Hillary person. Yeah. She, you've been a deeply obsessed with her. I, for a I long totally time. obsessed with her, but she's like, she loves Clint Eastwood and she's defending this movie. And she says that there's nothing wrong with the portrayal of this female journalist because anyone in her shoes would sleep with John Hamm. <laughs> so oh, it's John Hamm that she sleeps yeah, with. Yeah. Yeah. It so does it's, so, it's like, yeah, so it's like realistic. They're like, oh, it, yeah. But the guy didn't really look sleep? like John Hamm. No, and like no, he no, wouldn't no. sleep with John Hamm. Um, also, I saw a clip from like Fox and Friends or something where they were like, everybody does this. Who cares? Like, what's the big deal? <laughs> you think it's bad to show women having sex for stories? They all do it. <laughs> like that was their defense, which is Great. really cool. Uh, well, I can't wait. Um, there was another little... Oh, wait, should we? Okay, actually, that's my best of the week, so I'm not going to talk about it. I can't wait to hear it. Um, I was going to transition into something, and then I thought better of it because I want to talk about it on the other part of our podcast. Which is what? Uh, The little short film that came out about G-Label. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was, I almost didn't even look at it. And then at the very last minute, I saw it, and I clicked on it, and I'm glad I did. I'll uh, I'll piggyback on that. Okay. Is that your number one? Because that could be mine too. Yeah. Well, okay. So, well, let's just start then, I guess. Well, I guess there's no real Gwyneth news, right? Well, the Gwyneth news is this video. Is this video, Which yeah. is both of our best of the week. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, okay. So. Let's be, spo- let's spoiler alert it. Spoiler alert. We're there. We're there. There is, was this, the, is this the first like real commercial? Commercial. 
I mean, I think it's kind of like a stretch to even call it a commercial. <laughs> no, because it's not. It's like one and a half minutes long. It It's sort of like a tongue-in-cheek parody of a commercial, but I mean, not even that, I really. think that's what like every commercial now is like a tongue-in-cheek yeah. parody of a commercial. But they're not going to like air this on television. Like this is a video on the Goop website that is also on YouTube that's meant to maybe like go viral, even but though I don't not, think it will. I mean, but it's like there's so much shit like this on the Goop website. I don't really know why this is like the thing that people are paying attention to, but I did enjoy it very much. And I like that it's got a little bit of, um, you know, it's a little... It's a little spicy. It is a little spicy. So it's Gwyneth twirling around in various G-label outfits, like getting ready for Christmas. Yeah. And she wears like every G-label outfit that they have. And like, they look great, obviously. Like, uh, uh, Yeah. I think they're like made to look good on her. Sure. <laughs> um, and there's a like a British voiceover actor doing um, like the narration in a sort of night before christmas it's like a sexy night before christmas it's like it's like he wants to fuck gwyneth paltrow i feel like is the subtext is the narrator oh yes and he's like and gwyneth paltrow is like a baby but she's a sexy baby but she's also a sophisticated woman she's so sophisticated she's getting her christmas ready she's doing she's stocking her stuffings wrapping her gifts twirling around in g-label and then i mean the main takeaway or the thing that i remember is she is about to put a vibrator in a stocking. That's the big... I, I think... I believe it's the tennis ball one. The tennis coach? Yeah. Are these... First of all, are these vibrators based on actual penises? Or is, is it like Penis, a... Penis... Use it... No, it's not. It's... I've never seen a penis with a tennis ball on the end of it. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's true. I guess I didn't think before I spoke. Yeah, it doesn't actually look like... But it's... Are, are they supposed to... Because they have... There's like firefighter... Are they supposed oh, to be like reminiscent of like what you would expect that person's penis to look like? No, they're supposed to like stimulate different parts of you of your like vagina area how you would want it. But they're just all named after stereotypically sexy men. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. it's like more fun. Right, right, right. I mean, yeah. But she, so she's about to put the tennis coach vibrator in a stocking, and we don't know whose stocking it is, which was also disturbing because you you see one stocking earlier that says Moses and it's red. And so you know that's Moses's. So you know that she's not going to put the vibrator in Moses' stocking. But then you don't see which stocking this is. And I'm it like, was, is it Apple's or Brad's? I think it was her own. Well, but then she takes it out and she decides to keep it. I think she was going to put it in her stocking. In her own stocking. Like, oh, this will be my treat. And then she goes, well, why not celebrate <laughs> early with the tennis coach? Yeah. Get it on Goop for $75 or whatever it is. Uh and then, then it pretty much ends. And then it's just like, go to Goop and check out the Goop label clothes. Yeah, I mean, that's basically it. But everyone's like, it's so risque. Because she... But it's like... Or are people even talk... I haven't even le- seen the, any I of didn't, the like, I media. I didn't even see it on the website. I just saw it on like some like art... I don't know. Not Fast Company. Something, something like, like that, that was like... Uh, goop Scandalous commercial. And I was like, there's a Goop commercial? And then I was like, this isn't a commercial. No. I, I immediately was like, this is just some bullshit they put on their website. And this isn't even scandalous, but I'm still glad that Goop advertising is getting press. <laughs> is getting yeah. is like some journalist is covering the important stuff, which is Goop advertising on its own website. And I think like you and I know that Goop has been selling these vibrators, but I'm not sure that the broader public is as aware of this aspect of Goop's uh, commerce. But they had their famous gold dildo. Oh yeah, that's true. Huh. But I think that this is just a press release probably sent to all of these outlets to try to get them to cover it. Yeah. And it's like, if you are a, 
if you're not covering like Trump's impeachment, then what else are you going to well, talk about? The British election? That's depressing. Yeah, you could either be talking about international politics, domestic politics, or Goob's vibrators. Yeah. Those I are know. the only things that are in the news. And Star Wars. <laughs> or Star Wars. Uh, but yeah, this is maybe going to go on my top 10 list for best movie of the year. Oh, I know. <laughs> um, it's Gwyneth's greatest role in a while. Unfortunately, that's true. And because she hasn't... Well, well, I guess except for her. Never mind. Go on. Oh, the politician. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I, I really hope that they do more of these. Like, they're, it's fun. It's. Uh, but didn't she do one before? I feel like there was something like this before. Well, she's done, like, videos of her talking about stuff or, like, weird interviews or obviously with those chef things. Did she do the Estee Lauder commercials in the 90s? I think that was her, and I think I love them. Cause I don't I, remember. I used to wear Estee Lauder Pleasure okay. or Pleasures. I don't remember, but it was, like, a perfume. And it was, like, very, like, floral and girly. And I'm pretty sure she was the the the, the, face the of... spokesperson or whatever. And it was her in a field. And she was, like, talking about the, the, like, the majesty of nature or something. And she was just, like, the feeling of being so small. <laughs> it was, like, You're one right. of her, like, things that she loved about being out in a field. And then it was, like, Estee Lauder Pleasure. And then I, I, then I like made my parents buy it for me for like Hanukkah or something because I loved. Wow! So that was your first, um, first thing you bought based on Gwyneth's endorsement. Uh, yep. <laughs> I, I wonder if Estee Lauder's pleasures still exists. I don't know. Um, it is. I mean, the perfume commercials are the one type of ads that even like the most A-list stars will do commercials for in even in America. Well, cause it's sort of like blends into like beauty stuff. That's always in like, yeah. I mean, it's kind of, it's fancy yeah. to work for like a, yeah. Like beauty lines are fa kind of fancy. Yeah. I think of Charlize Theron for Dior yeah. and now Jennifer Lawrence, I think has a Dior one. Yeah. She's been doing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Gwyneth. Well, I guess she doesn't need to do it because she well, has her own stuff. Well, she's only going to do her own, yeah, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. But she true. does like Cartier and stuff. Oh, right, right, right. I mean, they do like high end. Yeah. And I thought G-Label, the beginning of G-Label, they would say, oh, we're just going to do one, like sell one piece a month or one new piece a month. But this is a, this is a bunch of stuff. And well, they're really nice. G-Tidings. Christmas time. Um, so go to goop.com, G-Tidings, and look at the ad, uh, laugh, cry, and buy some well-made overpriced clothes if you can if you can uh let's see should we go right to the newsletters or was there any oh i oh i forgot to bring the ingredients but i bought this and i think people will appreciate this um it's like a green vegetable powder that Ew. they sell at my local farmer's market the atwater village farmer's market and it's just like pulverized powdered vegetables but the whole there was like a mason jar and it was twelve dollars and the guy said to put a teaspoon in either your hot cereal or your smoothies i've also done it in yogurt and today i just made like i just like blended it up with water and a goop glow um oh god are you <laughs> insane what's your problem it's just so good it tastes like there's like sorrel and maybe some tarragon and then it's like you know pulverized seaweed and kale and all these things that are just supposed to be so good for you you and, he and said, john he, deserve it john's on his podcast his star wars podcast like my husband blends kale powder with goop glow and they're like what's his problem probably yeah i guess we deserve each other i don't that's too far brian but the it was good so i did um a half a teaspoon of this weird vegetable powder 
a packet of Goop Glow, and then I Trader Joe's has um like a lemon ginger echinacea juice. Mm-hmm. So I did like a little bit of that, and then just water, and then put it all in my blender, and that was. Well, I also had a like an egg and cheese sandwich for breakfast, but that was my pre-breakfast. Uh, Aggie just killed. I just killed a cockroach. <laughs> I wasn't going to say a cockroach. It was a little tiny cockroach. But it was a cockroach. Was like, well, yeah. It, I just got my apartment sprayed for these things. I guess they missed one. They missed a lot. Um, it was a little baby. It wasn't. Oh, it was a cute one. Sorry. We're going to stay tuned. We'll be back in just one minute. Well, Aggie has disposed of our little friend. I disposed of the body. Like um, Frank, what's his face with Jimmy Hoffa? That's true. <laughs> like I'm the Irishman himself and that little cockroach yeah. is, I feel, no. Do you paint houses? I, yeah, I just painted my own <laughs> house with a cockroach. Um, Sad. Any Sad. weird powders or? Have um, I tried any weird powders? Mm, I took a, a reformer Pilates class yesterday. Oh, I've been working out at the um, like at the park, you know, and doing like just like burpees and squats with this guy in the park at night, and it's like been good. But it also makes me feel like masculine and like not cute and like kind of depressed. So I took a break from it this week, but I was like, I have to work out, and so I took. There's this Pilates class that does $10. Like the first class is $10 by my house. So I went there and it was very hard. The reformer Pilates is complicated. You get on a weird machine. You pull yourself around. Is that the one with like the straps and stuff? Yeah. Like everyone has a machine and you like have to get on this machine and you like pull yourself with a strap and then you stand on the machine and you like squeeze a ball. And then you like do plank. You like push this it's like a, I don't know how to explain. It's like a bed, but instead of the mattress going all the way across, it's like on, it like slides back and forth. Okay. Oh yeah. So, but that. like smaller than a bed. And then you like put your, um, you will like put your hands on it and then like push it out into a plank and then hold it and then like pull yourself back with like your butt in the air and be like, and then go forward out into a plank. And then like, sit on it and take straps and like use your arms to like pull yourself forward and then you'll do like one arm and then two arms and it was just um at one point i like was scared i was gonna fall off the machine and the teacher had to help me get off it no no (laughs) which was embarrassing but i i often have mishaps with um complicated equipment in workout classes i have also had to be helped off in uh an exercise bike or two that i was clamped into Oh, wow. That's like uh, an episode of Will and Grace or something. Wait, what? I, isn't there one where, or maybe Friends, I don't know, where she's on an exercise bike and then it keeps, or maybe that's Ellen. That was Ellen. Goes maybe. faster and faster and faster. It was, yeah, that's what it's yeah, like. It's but funny. it's like they tie, you're like clamped onto the, like your oh, shoes yeah. are like in the thing. Like you can't get out of it. Do, does this, ref, what's it called? Reformer Pilates? It's called Reformer Pilates. But does, the, it, does it like get your heart rate up or is it just more strength training or flexibility? It's more strength and flexibility. Yeah. I mean, I think it gets your heart rate up a little bit, but it's not the same as like um, my nights in the park with no, Coach no, no. Scotty. Scotty. <laughs> but, you know. Did you guys all get Scotty the Christmas present? I got, We got a passive aggressive email that was like, not a lot of people have been coming because of various excuses, but 
I still will say we are having a Christmas picnic and I hope that you all can attend and you may bring a guest and we will all work out and your guests will work out too, but they have to sign a liability waiver. And so I was just like, I'm not going to that. I don't, this email isn't even, this is not a nice invitation. No, and it's the worst invite I've ever heard. Also, um, I didn't pay for, I didn't give any money for the gift. Like, mm. I don't know this guy. Yeah, you just started doing it. Imagine taking Brian to... Oh, this he would be thing where he, he has to work out. He ref he does he's like will not work out ever. Oh boy. All right. Well, uh let's move on <laughs> to the newsletters. Okay. There was like four of them this week. There were they never stopped coming there and I was so like, "Can you leave me alone?" But <sighs> but actually don't cuz I like it. Yeah. Um so we did we did go over I guess our both of our best of the week was, was the G Titans. I also had, I'll quickly say my, aside from this commercial, I did really, really enjoy the article that was called 10 communication patterns that hurt relationships. Mm. I thought it was, it really gave me some good prompts to like phrase things in a different way. Like what? Um, well, so there's like 10, 10, patterns that are apparently called love breaking patterns which are like things like genres of things not to say to your partner because okay like uh so one is the blame the blame game and so you're not supposed to start any conversation with you always or you never or i can't believe you that type of stuff and instead you are supposed to let's see it says employ the power of apology ask rather than assuming um use the amor method which the amor refers to affirm message overcome and resolution this is just the first one and there's 10 of these so there's so there's so much to think about and talk about but it's mostly like never i don't know always bring stuff to your own experience rather than and talk about how you're feeling rather than like telling someone that they're doing something or they're not doing something that seems like pretty standard yeah yeah no i just have like very little fluency in self-help language because i've never i never really read self-help books and i don't go to therapy which i probably should do both so this stuff might seem very standard to most people but for me it's like little it's new and it's like thought-provoking well it's just like if you tell someone like you always do this they're going to be defensive yeah exactly and it's also like kind of more rude instead of being like yeah. i feel like that's like the thing of like i feel statements yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I feel hurt when you do X or whatever. Although yeah. that's still... I think that there could be another stage of that because that's still sort of, like, blamey and weird. Yeah. Um. So, like, if you don't want to bring something up or if you want to change the subject, you're not supposed to go, whatever, I don't care. <laughs> I'm sorry, again. <laughs> and then you're supposed to do instead, remember when blah, 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 or I love it when you da-da-da. Or I miss doing things with you and would love to do something together again. Wait, um, what? Instead of, wait, when they do what? In, instead of like, if you're not spending enough time with so your So like partner, when they watch Star Wars all the time yeah, and yeah. you want so them to stop. I tried it this morning and I said, are you doing anything Saturday night? Let's go out to dinner. Yeah. And so then I know he's going to have to leave his Star Wars for a couple hours, but hey, I tried, I tried it out and it worked. Where are you going? I don't know. I have to figure it out. I'm going to dinner on Saturday night too. Where are you going? Cheesecake Factory. Oh, Do you know how I got how I use my communication? I texted him from the other room. If I don't go to Cheesecake Factory on Saturday, I'm gonna kill myself. <laughs> That's oh my god. And we were in the same very small apartment, and I still like sent him a text because I couldn't be bothered to like get off the couch. 
And then he was like, we can go. But then, yeah, he was like, that's okay. a really good technique. Thanks. Threaten suicide. I threaten suicide. Uh, I was thinking maybe. Sorry. Is that a- rude? I'm sorry. Yeah. This is a private, you know, I'm just sharing my, you know, relationship. I might, I might try to make a reservation at Little Dom's. I haven't been there in a while. Mm. I mean, that's like actually a good place. Yeah. 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 I mean, Cheesecake Factory is great too. I mean, I don't know what got me thinking about <laughs> it, but I was like, I got to get back in there. It's been a long time. Yeah. I haven't been in a while. Uh, all right. Well, if you guys have are in a relationship, um, this might be well worth a read. Or it's probably good with everybody. Yeah, with friendships, with uh, work relationships. Who knows? Yeah, which yeah. is actually a good segue into my worst. What is your worst? Uh, how to break up with a friend. Oh, boy. Is this your way of telling me? No. <laughs> That's so funny. I didn't even think about you in this. This seems to me like it's like only applies like female female relationships because I don't feel like... Because men don't have the emotional um, intelligence to even develop deep friendships. Uh, well, I just maybe... But it's also just like I feel like only women have like <laughs> problems in their friendships. God, I'm like so sexist. Um, I don't know, but... To me, the idea of like having a like sit down conversation with a friend to tell them like, I don't want to be your friend anymore, which is what this article wow. advocates is one of the most insane. I would never do that. And also when I was reading this, all I could imagine was someone breaking up with me, not me breaking up with them. And I kept waiting to get to the part where it's like, how do you what do you do if someone like tells you this? Because like. If someone is like, you're, this friendship doesn't serve me anymore and like you can't be my friend anymore because you're fucked up, that person is probably a huge asshole oh, yeah. in reality. Like it's it's similar to the like the text templates that have been going around Twitter of like, oh. do you know about those? Mm. Oh, it's really funny. So, so there have been like three different people who have posted like, um, here's like, oh, I can't remember exactly what they are, but it's like, well, the one that I can remember is like uh, uh, asking consent for sexting and they put like a template, like here's something that, oh no, this was the big one. The big one was like, I don't have the personal bandwidth to um, deal with your problem right now. Could you please like tell somebody else or something like that if somebody like has a problem if with you? If you have to use that language to may- talk to someone, you are a you are the problem. It you was, are an asshole. It was like, do you have someone else you can reach out to? I'm actually at capacity slash helping another friend right now. Mm, okay, maybe I'm. Being maybe a it didn't harsh. say how. Ha- maybe yeah. my language was more intense. But I also feel like there's just something like weird and crazy about and clinical like, and clinical and just. I mean, what's so wrong with a little white lie to be like, oh my god, I'm in the middle of something. I'll talk to you later about it but to me that's like more final than like i'll talk to you about it later you know what i mean it's like to me that's like do not talk to me about this and like don't bring this stuff to me and if i came to somebody and was like i'm going through a breakup or my fucking dog died or whatever i and they responded with that i would be like i can never go to that person again with of course never yeah like that's not saying like i can't right now that's saying like i'm not I don't, I'm, that's not the role I play in your life. Yeah. No, I guess I'm just saying if you're on the other end and you don't want to ever deal with it, it's better to lie and be like, oh, let's talk about it later and then just hope that they just turn to someone else. And then just like stop picking up their calls. Well, Well, sometimes people can get like over the top when they're like people, we've all had a friend who's like, 
especially with breakups, you're going through a breakup and it's like, okay, I'm there for you. I'm still there for you. I'm still there for you. And then it's like, you are getting texts. Maybe not. You're looking at me like I'm, you're no, no, no. I'm, uh, you're getting texts throughout the day and night the about like this happened, that happened. He did this, he did that. And like, but why? But, and then it will just be like, after it's like completely dead and gone, they're still going on about it. And you're like, I don't know. Just, you have to get over it. Yeah. I can't. I think, I mean, maybe as a guy, uh, I'm not the first person that someone would turn. I don't, and I think if a man breaks up with anyone, they deal with this in a completely different way. So it's not even they relevant. They go to CrossFit. They go to CrossFit. They go out and sleep with someone. They just keep it all inside. And Which is like, honestly, <laughs> what we should all be doing. I mean, like, if you go, if you break up with someone, go to CrossFit and fucking sleep with yeah. someone. That sounds like the best thing to do. Uh, that sounds like a pretty good thing to do, even if you don't get broken up with. Totally. Yeah. Healthy. But... Like I've definitely had friendships, uh, you know, with people that have gone through breaks up, breakups. And like when you're at that place of real hurt and stuff, it's like you do have, you should be there for your yeah. friends. But then, I, and that's no, it's go. just never happened to me that like after a while that my friend would still consistently like text me throughout the day. I mean, I've had friends who like, it's just, it goes on for, for a, a long very time. long time. And like, I don't know. Yeah. Everyone but, should have personal boundaries. But, I just think there's a, there's like a way to maybe not be a hundred percent truthful, but to like still spare someone's feelings. It's tough. Yeah. I mean, so that it's like a little off course from like what this article is really about, but this is like, if you just decide that a person is like toxic and you need to like take, you need to like not be their friend anymore. Mm -hmm. You like sit down and like, can you just them. ghost them? Like that's healthier for everyone. And they'll, eventually they'll get the hit. Yeah. And they'll be like, Oh, I guess we're that's not nor a normal way. That's to how react. normal people stop being friends with each yeah, other. Yeah, You just don't, return their calls or like keep pushing hanging out and then after a few times unless they're like truly insane yeah they'll get the hint yeah right yeah i don't know i mean maybe i'm just no you're a normal person afraid of like confrontation i also think that this is about like weird like super intense crazy friendships where like a conversation like this would even happen yeah interesting maybe i've just never had an intense friendship like that i have no idea but in any case use this as a tool about oh this is your worst though, this so is don't. my worst yeah, because don't. i was just like yeah like just stop talking to them or just like either there's something wrong with you or there's something wrong with like the way you are trying to do this or if the person is really crazy then i feel like just be like go fuck yourself but there's this doesn't yeah. seem like it ever you ever need it that's the other way to deal with it is to gaslight them into thinking instead of being like you're just weird and i don't want to be your friend anymore you gaslight yeah. them into thinking that, that they did something, they did something to wrong you, and then you act like oh all, how dare you how dare you and then that's the way to get out of well i think that's kind of what they're saying where it's like if they're if you don't want to be friends with someone it's a hundred percent because the other person did something like mm. bad but sometimes people are just annoying and but they if don't, they're just they annoying do bad and you just, but you just don't want to so i always just err on the side of like not talking about it and hoping that it'll all work out. I mean, I feel like for me, whenever I've had like someone who I'm like, I don't want to be their friend anymore. I basically just like things just sort of mellow out for a little while and then they'll pick up again in a little while. It's like, usually you just kind of need a break. It's yeah, not yeah. like I need to like cut you out of my life permanently. So usually like I've definitely had friendships that like ebb and flow, but I think that's kind of natural. I don't know. I, I think so too. And then as you get older, I mean, unfortunately, like as you get older, your friendship circles do like, tighten and smaller. smaller and so like yeah i don't know um that's weird guys how do you end a friendship do you just tell them to go fuck themselves do you have a long sit down do you stop talking to them forever uh what do you do 
Let us know Let in us the know. comments. <laughs> uh, so my worst... Okay, I have two quick ones again. There was right. a lot of bad ones. Yeah. Um, so I want to just briefly touch on the article, 10 Productivity Tools Our Tech Team Uses Every oh Day. Oh my God. Which These sociopaths. They... And I feel bad for these guys because Goop has tried so hard to get the male audience and they've done, we're going to do G-Men, we're going to do uh, Goop Fellows, we're going to do all, all this stuff. None of it's worked out. So now they're just like, well, who, what like straight guys do we know in our lives that aren't our husbands? And they're like, oh, it's the IT guys at Goop. Let's harangue them and like make them like tell us what they want. I do feel like if Goop has a way in with men, it's through like uh, this like tech shit. Yeah. It's, who else would even consider reading Goop? But like... The Tim Ferriss's of I the guess. world. But it just seems like a little patronizing that it's these women who are... Um, women are patronizing their tech guys. Give me a fucking break, Brian. No, but it's not like tech like entrepreneurs. It's like the IT guy who just wants to clock in at nine in the morning, figure out your password, and like go home for the day. He doesn't want to talk about... I think if he doesn't want to participate in it, he doesn't have to. I don't think they're like, you have to be on our in our Goop article. That's true. Um, but it's just like what it, typical stuff. It's like an expensive watch, um, speakers. I guess they think guys just love sound so much. So it's like speakers, headphones, noise ca- canceling headphones. Like well, the tech guys have to have noise. Can- well, actually, I don't know because, well, when I had like a techie job, I had to have noise canceling no, headphones, true. but we were like editing video. I don't know why they would need it. A basketball hoop, which is funny. They love basketball hoops. A backpack. Um, and that thing looks like a vibrator to me, I that know. big drill thing, but it also looks like it's for your back, right? Yeah. It does look like it'd be really good on your back. Cause my back is bad. I know. I do want this. Uh, it's the Ther- the Theragun, um, massager. It's $399. It does look really good. Uh, and then yeah, more speakers and, sh- oh, and then a Yeti, uh, like cold cup to keep your cold brew cold. I don't I know. Also, Yeti seems like a very feminine product to me, but what can I? And then they threw in the goop perfect attendance shoes. So the guys so love it. The IT guys don't get sick. Um, but then my other worst, uh, and this is probably a new low for Gerda, unfortunately for her. I don't blame her for any of this. Wait, really? So, okay. The tight stressed body? Yeah. So okay. this is a fake question by a fake lady named Nina A who says, Dear Goop, my body is tight and stressed and needs something to help make it feel good. And it's worse when the weather gets cold and rainy and I don't get much time in nature to de-stress. Do you have a goopy suggestion? And poor Gerda has to uh, recommend Lauren Roxborough's foam roller shit. Um, she now the foam roller is real, Brian. I know, but it's like so over, and it didn't sell any. And I but thought it's not over. It's like a physical therapist or somebody would like tell you to do a foam roller. Really? It's a real thing. I just feel like it. It seemed like they were plugging it for so long, and then it stopped, and I was ready to be done with it. And then now Gerda has to talk about it again. But do you think it really does work? I know for a fact it works. Like okay. physical therapists and stuff are like, do a foam oh, roller. Okay. Yeah, Maybe and I'm- it really hurts too if you do it right, which is like always a good sign. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so now Lauren Roxborough has her own brand. I didn't even realize it. it's called Low Rocks. It's like a Jesus Christ. A, you know, a, a abbreviation of her name. I yeah, An I Infinity get it. Roller. <laughs> and then of course her New York Times worst selling book, The Power Source, which is not Ooh. even on sale. It's still twenty seven dollars. I don't think it's even come out in paper. You know what yet. I found out? I I heard on the podcast Pod Save America this mm-hmm. week when they do bulk out orders for their books and get on the New York Times bestseller list. There's like a little icon next to their name. Oh yeah, like Donald Trump Jr. Yeah, they'll put like a little a dagger, a dagger on the New York Times a bestseller dagger. list. Yeah, so yeah, because you just, can bulk order your own book and get on the bestseller. Oh yeah. List. yeah, and Goop didn't even 
like do that for her. Yeah, no daggers to be seen. No. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, just not there. Yeah, I mean, I think this is the type of book that you could find in like a bargain bin, perhaps. So I wouldn't. Yeah, spend it definitely looks like something that would be like uh, at like a Barnes and Noble on like that table where it's like two dollars. Yeah, yeah, which is a fun table. Yeah, you can get some weird. Uh, I always think there's like, like good stuff on there. Like coffee table books about flowers and stuff are always on it, a lot or of like stuff. or like um cookbooks about things that no one like but bread I've, like bread maker how to make cookbooks. bread yeah. is a big yeah or like but i did get a good um i got an american's test kitchen um healthy slow cooker revolution on there oh. that was a good one that's a good find for a yeah book america's for a test kitchen you, they'll be on there yeah because there's a lot of america's that main test guy kitchen. left in like it was like in a big in, or in, yeah. ra- in a rage in a ra- or and then he started his own company and that one didn't do good yeah. and then I don't think America's Test Kitchen is doing good. And bon Appetit com- really stole everyone's Sunday. They're coming out with like a new book every week or something. But they still do have, I mean, I got to say, Cooking for Two and the Vegan for Everybody are, um, and their Mediterranean cookbook. Those are like the three best cookbooks I have. Right. They're good. So Gerda, I know it's a job. We're all just got to collect a paycheck. And Aggie, you you think, seem to think that these foam rollers are yeah. This was like a run up from my thing. I would try because oh, really? my body is always like sore and aching from working out, <laughs> um, and I always want and I'm always, like from not from the Pilates class, but definitely from Scotty in the park. I will have like nights where I cannot sleep. Like there have been nights where I've had to like take an Advil just because Ooh. I was in so much pain from working out. Um, and I feel like anything to like help out there would be good. Yeah. I think if you're really consistently hurting to the point that you can't fall asleep, you're probably doing it too much, doing it too hard. It might be too hard for me, but if I just keep doing it, then yeah, push through. Oh man, though. I know. I, I guess Advil's good. It's very well, good. that's why this week I didn't go, yeah, yeah. you know, and I went and I did like, and I thought, you know, it might be good because then doing like the Pilates or whatever would be easier because I've done these like really hard things. Yeah, yeah. And Scotty doesn't seem to have, like, he doesn't like tone it down when he look when he realizes maybe someone's not at the level that he expects them to be. Um, he's like, it's not. No, he doesn't. He's like, you can do it. Push through the pain. No pain, no progress. That's why he has everyone sign those forms at the beginning. Well, everyone has to sign a waiver yeah, everywhere. So. Well, you definitely have to sign one at the fucking Wonder Bar place. Because I almost, seriously, almost fell in like, oh my God. I almost like fell in so many different holes on that machine. And like, I almost broke my ankle five million times. I almost broke, I don't know that why there aren't more injuries at these places. Especially at Soul Cycle and shit. I bet like, there are and people just, people are embarrassed about it so they don't talk about it. And then of course on their end, they never speak. It's like and Disneyland, you, can't, you never and, talk about it. And you can't uh, like sue them or yeah. anything. Anyway. Um, That's why I do yoga in the privacy of my own house or go to a Gold's Gym where I don't push myself very much. Yoga is a nice, safe practice. It is, unless you try to do a headstand when you're not ready and you almost break your that neck. That was a huge mistake. You should yeah. only do a headstand around like a teacher. Yeah, I won't make that mistake again. Yeah. Oh, did you watch that Beakroom documentary? No, not yet. It's um, good. I do want to. I, I listened to that whole podcast about it. Oh, I didn't know. Um, ESPN did like a multi-series, <gasps> a multi-thing podcast about ah. him. So I feel like I probably know most of the stuff, but yeah. I do want to watch the thing. Oh, did you? The John Bonet podcast is coming out soon. Oh, there's a John Bonet podcast. Yeah, the same people that did the Marilyn Monroe who killed Marilyn Monroe. Oh, good. Next, they're so doing. Who we need to get Jean to Bonnet. the bottom of this John Bonet because, thing already. Okay, this is not 
about Goop, but I just have to take a quick Jean Benet break. Yeah. I have been looking for a good Jean Benet podcast for literally years, and I think there's a conspiracy because I'll go and check like podcasts and I'll search Jean Benet. There are so many Jean Benet podcasts that last one episode and then no one ever does it again. There's, like, I mean, if you do anything, there's like a lot of people don't follow yeah, through I guess with their so. podcast but like, dreams. There's never been a, a Jean Benet podcast, as far as I know, that has lasted more than one episode. I feel like there's like one off episodes of like, you know, oh, oh, true like, crime podcasts. Yeah, and last stuff about podcast on the left and stuff. Yeah, but it's like, what the fuck? I mean, okay, sorry, real quick. Do you have a theory about John Bonet? I, I do, I do think, and I haven't paid attention to it in a while, but I do think um, Burke, Burke uh, killed her accidentally, and then the parents covered it up. Yeah, um, allegedly, don't sue us, Burke, because Burke just made like five billion dollars from cbs the cbs thing was kind of crazy yeah. they had when they, they were like hitting they, they hired a little boy to come and like hit a little girl on the or yeah. like a doll dummy on the mm -hmm. head but that just seems like that's pretty probably the only plausible scenario but i think that the idea of like a pedo like that the guy was already in the house i think it makes sense that he was in there that seems far-fetched but and also how the fuck are these people gonna know to make a garrote and the Epstein stuff kind of real, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Where it's like, oh, this pedophile ring thing sounds so crazy. But then all of a sudden, Jeffrey Epstein comes to light. Or you maybe That's already true. been uh, illuminated, but we didn't know about him because we didn't pay enough attention. So then you're like, oh, my God. And his this like there was some weird shit with the dad and his I don't know. He worked some, for like a contractor that had some military. Con it's like a very, uh, you know, A to C type of. It's connection. all A to C, but like how, but yeah, I don't know. I, I just, can't wait for this podcast. Dr. Phil says Burke didn't do it. No. Uh, Joyce Carol Oates. Oh yeah. Have to See, read. I think that's what got me on the Burke uh, train was reading that Joyce Carol Oates book. Such a good book. Uh, all right. Well, let's move okay, on. Sorry. Sorry. I just had to do book. a quick yeah. Got us talking about Jean Benet. Yeah. Um, what was your craziest? Well, my craziest, I just remembered another craziest that I also want to talk about. That's also a conspiracy theory <laughs> that we forgot to talk about. But my real craziest just from the newsletter is on, there's a list of like how to have chic accessories this winter. And on there was a velvet scrunchie. I have a velvet scrunchie. I've got a couple. You can get them at H&M. Yeah. You can get them, I think, probably at Target. You can get them sort of anywhere. This one is by a company called uh, Sophie, I can't read my own ha handwriting, but it doesn't matter. It costs one hundred and twenty dollars. A scrunchie for a scrunchie. <laughs> that's I mean, that's like a pretty goop thing. That's yeah. like a pretty old school. Like, can you believe that we're recommending this? Goop. It doesn't even have like a diamond on it or anything. No, it's just so you know that you. It's just because none of your stuff would be cheap. Like you would mm -hmm. never want anything that didn't. You would never want a scrunchie in your hair that didn't cost one hundred and twenty dollars. Uh, did you see the the Prada spread in Goop? No. There was like a Prada Resort 2020. Oh. The model looks like someone we know and love very well. She's a dead ringer for Elise. Oh my God. She's like a model version of Elise. It was very Oh weird. wait, I think I did see that. The like looking ahead thing. Yeah, yeah it, that sort of depressed me because I was like, you know, I hate the, I do hate Christmas. I mean, I, I like Christmas. I just, I hate I hate the winter. I hate the season. I it. I hate when it's coming, but oh once God, it's I here, like it's it. okay. Do you know what I mean? I hate when it's coming because I'm like, time is passing. That's true. But then it's here and I'm like, that's fine. But then it's like, oh my God, now I already have to be ready for fucking spring. I'm going to be 35 in the spring. Yeah, that's true. I mean, the year is over. I'm turning, oh God, I'm turning 38 in a few weeks. That's so depressing. You All know, right. 38. I met a 39 year old this weekend who was like so young looking and really? so sweet and you look young too, mm. but I just would, I just had just met her and she, she looked and we were like doing this. We were like in a car with like a bunch of people going to like do this canvassing thing. 
and she said how old she was and everyone was like you're a baby i see i don't like when people patronize me like that when when i, I say how old i am and they're like oh my god you don't look i'm like well what does that no they mean? were like you no literally... they were like in their 60s and they oh, were like okay. you're young they're oh, like you don't know fine. that's really young they weren't but yeah. don't you think this model is like, oh she looks exactly like elise yeah i'm like oh my god you but it's different if you're a model oh my god she looks exactly like elise yeah, it's like, I mean, I wonder if Elise did the, well, this is a Prada ad, so Elise probably didn't have final approval over the casting, but I'm like, oh, hey, I would choose a model that looked like I me I didn't too. even think about that. Oh, was, I was like, did Elise do a Prada spread? And I was like, no, that can't be right. And I was like, no, it just looks like her. I guess the world is proving us wrong yeah. yet again. That is a nice haircut. Okay. It looks good on her. <laughs> sure. It looks, look, whatever. It's fine. Yeah. Do what you will. But wait, I, we forgot to talk about this other really important oh, yeah. thing, which is that we saw a movie this weekend. Oh, yeah. That was what we were going to talk about at the beginning. Yeah. It was called da, 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 Dark, Dark Waters. Waters. And it's about these toxic chemicals and the ultimate toxic Avenger, this lawyer. <laughs> this lawyer played by sh- a shabby but still sexy Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. Married to a very unshabby and very sexy Anne Hathaway. A very Anne Hathaway, Anne Hathaway. A very, the peak Anne Hathaway, Anne Hathaway. Yeah. Um, and he, he's going up against, uh, Teflon, DuPont, DuPont, because he's a corporate lawyer. So he's usually on the side defending these corporations, but, um, uh, acquaintance of his grandmother is this farmer in West Virginia that all of his cows are getting horribly sick. And he's like, what, something's going on. And they realize that DuPont basically used his land as like a dumping ground for the chemical that goes into Teflon, which they call C8, but is also this other chemical that like gets into everyone's body. Yeah. So it takes him like 11 years to like do this, you know, whole thing and a trial and blah, blah, blah. And finally, like DuPont did pay some money, but it's still like sort of not over. They're still obviously an extremely powerful company. All the politicians are in their pockets, but it was a very, it was just like a very goop movie about like big corporations and like chemical and like toxicity and like everything is happening in your body. And it's all in your body and like the, the, the dangers of Teflon. And also I read a little bit about it afterwards. And I think that one of the problems with C8 and like Teflon and these chemicals is that they are endocrine disruptors. (gasps) See, Mark should have talked about endocrine disruptors in the movie. It should have been. This movie should have just been Gwyneth and Elise on a mission to get endocrine disruptors and Marianne Williamson. Yeah. Well, that's what I was like. The, this, we talk, like the scene where they're having the big, um, the big thing, the big conversation at the end. And I wanted Mark Ruffalo to like turn into Bernie Sanders and Anne Hathaway to turn into Marianne Williamson. Yeah. And then they just like go on a mission. Yeah. yeah. And we also both thought that Gwyneth Paltrow should have played Anne Hathaway. Well, part. yeah. I mean, Gwyneth Paltrow should play every part. Every part and but she also like, should have played mark ruffalo's part goop does need to get into like scripted content and they need to make a movie movies like this would be perfect for goop studios to be like okay what's an issue that yeah, we want to talk about let's could, get movie stars and like do a cool and movie gwyneth is it. the star and they do yeah. it in partnership with that like activist film company that made this one oh yeah that made it's called like participant oh, participant yeah 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 and they make like a movie about i don't know like fucking like what's in your mattress Metal straws yeah yeah or yeah, what's in your mattress? Um, uh, vitamin D that everyone... It's eggplants. Stephen Gunn presents. Yeah. Eggplants, cool, yeah. and a horror movie. And it's directed by Todd Haynes, and it's like so scary. And it's just like Gwyneth Paltrow <laughs> in like a green room yeah. eating eggplants. Playing. And then she's like getting like welts or like forming on her face. And she's like, no. And she looks like she's in contagion. Oh my God. And then she goes to see Dr. Gundry played <laughs> yeah. by Mark, Mark Ruffalo. Ruffalo. <laughs> yeah. And and Dr. Like, Gundry is the hero. Yeah. And saves everyone from the killer eggplants. Yes. In, and it would be set 
in Palm Springs. It would be yeah, like she has to go to Palm Springs. There's like a long oh. scene of her like driving to Palm Springs, wrapped up in blankets, wearing sunglasses, like <laughs> sitting, like looking out the car window. And then she gets there, and he puts her. He's like, "You need to start steaming and peeling your tomatoes." And then she's saved. She's oh god, Todd Haynes. I mean, to to have a collaboration between. Gwyneth Paltrow and Todd Haynes and then we could write the screenplay because no could one else write would it. want it and <laughs> also in all seriousness I think that a co- I would like kill to see a combination of Gwyneth Paltrow and Todd Haynes yeah they've never worked together have they not that I know of god I mean they really would be perfect in any perfect. genre yeah yeah Ugh. she's the next logical conclusion <laughs> of what <laughs> You know, Tony Collette, Julianne oh, sure. Moore, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> the end the end point. Uh yeah, I mean yeah. she would have been better than Anne Hathaway. For sure. Uh but yeah, she could be like do like Julianne Moore in Far From Heaven or something. Like do yeah. do, do a fifties melodrama with Gwyneth. Oh my I mean, well, she yeah. did that Sylvia Plath yeah, that's movie. True. Oh, Is that what you were thinking of? I was thinking Town to Mr. Ripley, but yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But no, we need to <sighs> But now she's anyway. like aging into playing these like middle-aged woman roles it's perfect time for her to get back into acting she's got to get back into it and she's still young she's still young but like she can play these like matriarchs now yes the great ways of the theater yeah lady macbeth medea all of them (laughs) medea oh my god do a modern medea with apple and moses as themselves with apple yeah oh my god um make a movie where apple kills her mother do a remake of imitation of life with Gwyneth and Apple. What's that? The one where um, Lana Turner and her daughter. Like, oh fight. yeah, yeah. Do that. Or Mildred Pierce. That's what, yeah. Already did he did Mildred, Mildred Pierce, Pierce. on TV. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Anyway. All right. We need to. Yeah. We need to get back into Take this Hollywood game and <laughs> get our ideas out there. Uh, All right. Back that was your it. craziest. Where are we? We're try. Okay. Well, I still have to say my craziest. Oh, your craziest. Which is. Seamus Mullen's ideas for airplane food for like packing, packing your own. If, okay. So he's like, Oh, I take a lot of flights, but you know, airplane food's gross. So I need to take my own airplane food. The things that he suggests, and maybe it's also like the photo styling is like so insane. I would literally jump off the plane in the middle of the ocean. If someone next to me was eating this, um, he has like a little glass canister of an avocado with, no pit. I don't know where the pit went, but it has like seeds on it. And then he has like another like Tupperware thing of jerky. And then he has ants on a log, but it's his version of ants on a log, which is celery and almond butter. And then like instead of raisins, it's like whole dates, which are falling off the fucking log because they're that so is big. Disgusting. It looks like literally, I thought it was like bacon wrapped shit. Like- <laughs> <laughs> and then that's only the first idea. And then oh the second God. one is even worse. It's just a hard boiled egg that you eat by itself with like a sprinkling of paprika, a roasted sweet potato wrapped in wax paper with like sashimi togarashi or something. And then just a bowl of miso broth. Okay. Don't eat hard boiled eggs on a plane. No. That's like the number one. That's like eating a tuna sandwich on a plane. Don't do it. Then the last one is like, I don't even know, seaweed with a bacon again and like cilantro and more avocados and then just like chocolate. Oh God! Just Idiot. take take an ambient and sleep through the flight. Just Don't get, worry just about it. Just have a couple drinks. Yeah, yeah. pass out. Get it a bag of Cheetos. Really crazy. I mean, Seamus is because he at one point I think was like sort of the low key like counterpoint to like the Gundries and the Will Coles, and yeah. now he's like full fledged. He's full indoctrinated on board with the whole stupid thing. Oh yeah yeah. Uh, all right, let's move on to try. Oh yeah. Um, all right, this will be short and sweet. It's from the gift guide, like 
things to buy people you like and you can get a $75 monthly facial membership and that's what I want. Oh I'm not going to buy it for myself, but I would like to. So you get like a, you get a facial every month? I guess. Yeah. Oh, and I need more nice. facials. I just got a new, um, I just got a thing from Sephora that's supposed to get this brown spot off my face. We'll see if it works because I have sun damage already on oh my, my face and it makes me look depressed. Now I'm putting less sunscreen on my face. So you can get that vitamin D. So I can get D. that vitamin D. Well, watch out because I oh, I think I always like miss the spot like oh. on my cheek and it's from like sitting in the car yeah, where the sun side. hits it and I have this like huge brown spot and then I got another like fainter brown spot yeah. above my eyebrow on the same side of my face and it's just like it's... I. And it's gotten way worse in the last like two years. And the der I went to the dermatologist and it was going to be really expensive. And I'm like, I don't know. But apparently they're like, th some products are like as good. And people are like, I use this and it, it works. So yeah. I'm trying that. Skin bleaching. <laughs> well, it's not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so the thing I would try is honestly, I laughed out loud. This is such a good troll of us by goop what they did so after you know we basically said that the whole gift guide was like a pedophile ring yes. and like four billionaire pedophiles okay they responded to us by doing their three perfect days in palm beach oh my god do you really think that was that i think no. so what i mean it's so f and You're i was like i i just thought it was great the goop you have a sense of humor. This is so funny. And now I'm like, oh yeah, I want to go to Palm Beach. I want to see where these people lived. And like, I want to see this like, this weird, dirty underbelly of America that I've never been to. So I'm very curious. Yeah, I want to see the big, dirty underbelly of America too. <laughs> um, so they tell you to stay in the colony, which, oh man, is just a, a like playground for pedophiles. Yep. The Duke and Duchess of Windsor stayed there, which are... Okay, yeah, watch out. Uh, and Frank the royals Sinatra. are around. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then, yeah, and then it tells you, to, I don't know, there's like a restaurant that looks like boring and um, and then the beach and a bar. And that's all they tell you. They don't tell you what to do after dark. Yeah, you're supposed to kind of be no, in the know, I yeah. guess. But like, because, okay, Boca Raton, and I'm being reductive here, but Boca Raton is like the rich Jewish place in Florida. And then Palm Beach is the rich like waspy place, right? I guess. I don't really I don't know, know anything Boca about seemed, Florida. I always assume Boca was kind of Jewish because I yeah. feel like Jewish people are saying I know like friends from New York whose parents have money. They always like um, spend the winters in Boca Raton. That's nice. It that's does sound I, nice. That's what I want my life to be. I think it's like a Jewish Hamptons. That's where I want to go. Yeah, the Jewish Boca. Hamptons. Uh, let's do a tour of Florida. Let's. Yeah, we should do Palm like a Beach, live tour. Boca <laughs> and like Key West. Yeah. Forget about it. That'd be amazing. Oh my God. We should do the Goop Yourself Florida tour. That would be so <laughs> And fun. then we end at Disney World. Yeah, perfect. All right, we're booking tickets. Right. Guys, I hope we have fans in Florida because we're coming. Because we're coming. Um, um, what was your buy? Oh, sale is up to 70%. Ooh. Okay, there is... I don't want to say it because I'm afraid that people buy it out from under me. But like, <laughs> let's just say go on there because there's really good stuff on there right now. And it's all... All the skinny girls already got their shit, so all they have anymore is medium-large, which is where I want to be. <laughs> so... It's the it's good time it's good times to be me right now. The sale is at a max. The sizes are at a max. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, and from medium to large to my buy, which is about shitting. Oh, that's I, I really yeah. want the bidet. I do too. I like. Come on, it's only seventy nine dollars. It's I hate the name. It's called Tushy. I fucking hate saying Tushy. I hate it too. Just say like shit spout or something. Shit water. <laughs> yeah. Ass crack. <laughs> fountain ass fountain <laughs> yeah don't say tushy Ugh, yeah. it's like you're a little child um but it it just like clips on i mean i guess you could just like shove a water gun up your butt and do it but 
the thing is that the bidet, we get like weird and squeamish about bidets. It's so much cleaner yeah. and nicer. And you use and 80% less toilet paper. It's yes. Like. It's so much better. When I was in Europe, I was like, why do we not use bidets all the time? It is, it is purely... Uh, and everywhere has a bidet. Yeah, it's just American, and I'm going to say American masculine uh, squeamishness about doing anything to your butt. Yeah. Oh, but you wipe it with toilet paper. Yeah, and I think because you're indoctrinated as a little kid to start doing that. Um, but there are, I'm, and I've never met one, I hope, but apparently on Twitter, there's like some version of straight guys that won't even wipe their butt because they think it's like gay. What do they do with... <laughs> they just... Is- they just sit in their own shit. Their own shit yeah. Do they wash their butt? I don't think so. Because <laughs> they don't want anyone to go down so there. So their anyway, butt so is just <laughs> filled with shit. Yeah. Because so they've like never wiped and never washed their ass. That's not true. Yeah, they've been riddled yeah. with disease. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I just started like it was one of those um like Reddit you know relationship things like oh my boyfriend like never washes his butt and he smells bad all the time. What? Do, Cause he says it's gay. What do I do about it? And it might that's be... like the answer to that one is very simple. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're going to have to see the earlier how to break up with a friend <laughs> article and have a, oh, I was going to say tie him down and, and force him. Oh, I was going to say, <laughs> like, get him out of your house, him. kill him. <laughs> um, so go on goop. I really, I'm thinking about it guys. I don't know. Yeah. To, $79 for a bidet. Come on. Can't yeah. beat it. No, you cannot. This is what I want for Christmas. I want a bidet too. All right. Um, I think we've done it. (laughs) We must have done it at this point. We have been going for so long again. Uh, Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you. We, before the end of the month, we'll definitely have a a bonus pod and we were, we're going to do our newsletters, our top 10, at least I'm going to do my top 10 list this week. I'll do a top 10 too because Brian's making me, but I, I, I'm opposed to the notion I'm of a forcing top the list, patriarchy on Aggie as always. Uh, Just kidding. And then hopefully we'll get one, at least one more regular ep out. Um, I know I'll be traveling for the holidays, but we will do what we can. Yeah. Go, we want to talk to you again before Christmas, if we can. Definitely. We, you know, we have to keep an eye on this newsletter. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, go to Apple podcasts, give us a nice review, rate Please. us five stars, Thank go to you. our Patreon and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.